Tonight, we roll back the clock and enter the world of 1935 Bellingham. Like our world, it is filled with the same street corners, buildings, and boats. But take a turn down one of the dark alleys off Holly Street, and you could find yourself tangling with much darker things than shadows. <coughs> Presenting Bellingham Terror. It was a wet October night in Bellingham. David Phillips, reporter for the Bellingham Herald during the day, hunkered down in his rattle trap of a car and watched the window of a little house on Hollow Street. Come on, June Harper, give the signal that the coast is clear. Come on, it's cold out here and it's late and I... Ah. As if hearing his thoughts, the porch light clicks off and inside, a small lamp is turned on near the window. David could just make out the shadow of a star figurine silhouetted on the window shade. Yes! Come in, David. It is wet out there. I know, I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's okay. We can't be too careful. Ever since the police chief threatened you to get at me. He just takes being held at gunpoint too personally. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But that's not why you invited me over. This is about Dascom, isn't it? Yes. Our favorite farmer by day, grave robber by night, has decided to run for public office. I can't imagine what sort of damage he would do as mayor. Yes, that's why we have to go straight into the mouth of the beast. What? Look. Dascom hosts fundraiser at the American Theater. Hey, Alex wrote this article. Keep reading. Dascom's running for family values, blah, blah, blah. His opponent says that he, blah, blah, blah. Attendees include Police Chief Monaghan, the Larrabees, and the Mayor of Alabaster. Alabaster? A town full of loopy time stuff? What do you want to bet that someone there will be talking about something they shouldn't? I thought the whole plan was to stay off their radar. Why do you want to get in deeper? We need something big. If we can get something solid on these guys, we can go to, uh, I don't know, the president, the FBI. Someone will have to hear us out. Franklin Delano Roosevelt is going to help us out? Why not? He's helping everyone else. What else can we do? Live in fear for the rest of our lives? Not me. Not Juniper L. Harper. I'm an upstart with a strong haymaker in my back pocket. Have you been listening to boxing matches again? If James Braddock can go the distance, so can I. They'll never know what hit him. You're right, as always. One more thing. There's something I found that I want to show you. Oh? I was rummaging through some of my things left over after my father... Well, after my father. <laughs> Out of the way, Gladstone, you big lug. Most of the stuff was just that. Stuff. Old shirts, letters between him and Mom. But lo and behold, I found this. Whoa, a sword? Wait, it's shorter than that. It's a cat's bulger. A light blade, 27 inches long, popular among German noblemen for dueling. It is in great condition. How old do you think that is? I don't know. It looks pretty new, but they stopped making them at the end of the 17th century. Ow! And it's still very sharp. I think Dad brought it back with him after the Great War. Where he got it, that I don't know. How long has it been since your father... Ran off? I was gonna say disappeared. 
Well, we all know men that have disappeared during these times. Couldn't provide for a family, so they just left. Do you think that's what happened? I don't know, to be honest. It happened when I was 14. He had a job, it wasn't a great one, but something must have happened because he never came home. For two weeks, we waited to see if he would turn up dead somewhere, but no report ever came. We looked all through the area, but Mount Vernon is such a small town. Not really many places to look. What did you guys do? Well, Mom just couldn't take it, and within a few years, she just withered away. Like the wheat, you know? I didn't have many choices. I could have bowed my head and taken a job serving rich folks as a domestic, but I'm not really one for bowing. So I sold everything there, moved up here, and continued my education to become a teacher. So there you go, Mr. Phillips. You finally dragged the whole story out of me. That's me. I'm just a girl that everyone leaves behind. Well, I'm not going anywhere. You'd have to drag me away from you kicking and screaming. Anyway, Catsbulger. Yes. I don't know much about swords or fencing, but I think, considering the way our lives have been recently, it's time to learn. You truly are a singular woman. Well, thanks to you, I'm not a single woman. The fundraiser is this Friday, so get your suit ready. We have to look our best. Pick me up at six? Do I have to wait for the signal? I think we'll be fine. Are you ready to attend to the theater, Mr. Phillips? It would be my honor, Miss Harper. My, my, Mr. Phillips, aren't you just ravishing? I clean up well. Got your notebook? You really think they're going to let me just waltz in as a reporter? Aren't these the sort of smoke-filled rooms where they keep us out? Pretty hard to keep us out when we've got invitations. What? How'd you manage that? Swipe them from someone? Bribe someone who goes to the college? I dropped by his campaign office and asked for them. Huh. Who would have thought? Uh, of course I had to say that I was your wife. We're married now? Yes, and hopefully some of them will mistake us for being mildly wealthy. Okay, that makes sense. What's with the parasol? It's a surprise. A good surprise? Hopefully an unnecessary one. Like if it rains. Inside the theater. Come on, let's go, husband. Welcome to the American Theater. Well, look at that. I saw a vaudeville show here last year. It was really good. Your invitations. Here you go. Welcome, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Phillips. Dinner will be served in half an hour. Mr. Dashcombe will speak after that. There is music and appetizers in the main theater, right through those doors. Thank you so much. Uh, I didn't catch your name. That's because I didn't drop it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Simon. I am Mr. Dascombe's head of security. Security? Is there really any sort of danger like that? Not so long as he keeps me around. <laughs> <laughs> Might I take your parasol, ma'am? Oh, no, it's terribly fashionable. I want to knock those old ladies right out of their hats. Metaphorically, you understand. Ma'am, when it comes to fashion, I never understand. Food is through here? Yes, 
through those doors. We will not be using the balcony for this event, so don't get lost on the staircases. Just right through those doors. Thank you. Chin up, mister. Here we go. Check it out. All the rich and famous in Bellingham under one roof. Bunch of coupon clippers. Being nice. It's a pretty fancy affair. Look, it's the owner's Lavellian Grocery Building. Hey, 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 over there, the local representatives of the Great Northern Railroad Company. Everyone is here. I'm not seeing the police chief yet. But hey, there's the Larrabees. The music is good. Who do you think is playing the piano up there on the stage? Who cares? Let's focus on what we came to do. And that is? Eavesdrop. Now go, mingle, and grab me some wine. I'm going to go hassle the owners of the lumber mill. I think now is a perfect time for a new mayor. The lady at the Leopold said that the new police chief came from out of town, is doing a fabulous job. Simply wonderful. Are you going to be around later for <clears throat> the second part? I told her there's really no excuse to be rude, and she said we don't even carry swordfish, ma'am. Find anything? Not much. I'm beginning to think this is a bust. David, look! Well, look who decided to show up. Chief Monahan. And he's talking to my boss at the paper. He can't be involved in all this, can he? Well, don't look now. Your boss is coming this way. David. Uh, good boy. How are you doing? Good, good. Just enjoying the night off. Really? I'm a little surprised to see you here. I figured, well, this wasn't your sort of event. Why not? Maybe we're just looking to make some new friends with the right people, if you catch my drift. I'm so sorry. Let me introduce you. This is Juniper Harper. She's studying to be a teacher here at the college. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, David, can I speak to you a moment? Sure. I didn't know you had an interest in politics. I don't. Then... As June said, we're looking to make some new friends. Uh, I always knew you had good instincts, very good instincts. Be sure to stick around afterwards. Oh? You want to stay for the uh, private meet and greet. It will be worth your time, I guarantee it. I'll talk to Simon, put you on the list. Thanks, boss. You'll go far, just you wait. You'll go far in this town. You best go rejoin your lady friend. I think the guest of honor is about to speak. Everything all right? Yeah, I told him we want to be part of this. He's going to put us on the list. Put us on the list? Yes. Dascombe's list? Yes. You don't think our names are going to raise a few eyebrows? Oh. Oh. May I have your attention, please? Thank you. Welcome. I hope you all enjoyed the music and the food. The music was provided by my wife, Leslie. Take a bow, sweetie. So anyone that complains about it, I will have you arrested immediately. <laughs> but let's get serious for a moment. We live in difficult times, and even communities as distant from the halls of power as ours can still feel its effects. I'm glad for patriots like Governor Landon speaking out. I know it's not a popular position, but we have built instruments of public power. The most obvious being that monstrosity we constructed up on the Columbia River. But these instruments can easily be turned to shackles. 
I know that if Bellingham has the moral fiber, the countenance, they can screw their courage to the sticking point, and this November we can show those broom leaners what true patriots can do. How did this guy ever stop talking? I think he's just getting warmed up. Ugh, I can't stand politics. Do you want to slip up to the balcony, see what they have going on up there? What makes you think there's something going on up there? Because they don't want us up there, that's why. That makes sense. I'll go to the bathroom, then follow me five minutes later. We'll get to the staircase from there. Did you have to bring your parasol? I don't want anyone swiping it while we're sneaking around. Fair enough. Watch that step. It squeaks. Did you suddenly feel that cold? Yeah, weird. Here, stay low between the seats. I don't see anyone up here. June, look! It's a ghost. A a woman. She's wearing an opera gown. I guess that makes sense. What? What about, oh, I see a ghost. Makes any sense. Shh. This town, this is just Jake. She looks so sad. Wait, these guys have a ghost guarding them? She's shaking her head. She can hear us. What do you want? She's pointing down. You you want us to go down. She's nodding. June, she's nodding. I can see that. Why do you want us off the balcony? No, she keeps pointing under. Under the building? Yes, the basement. Yes, yes! What's in the basement? She looks frantic. I don't know what she wants us to do. She's fading. Wait, wait, wait. We don't know. She's gone, David. Ghosts. Not the most reliable messengers. Come on, let's go where she says. She wouldn't have appeared unless something dire is going on. Or it's a trap. Look, these people deal in the strange and bizarre. This is just the sort of thing they would do. But what if it isn't a trap, David? What if it isn't? Then we get to be front page heroes, that's what. All right, let's go. The bedrock of our community is the hearts and minds of our families. For too long, Olympia has tried to dictate what we can do with our lives. But I say, it's time to show them some Whatcom County values. Is he still going? Lucky us. Let's try this door. I I think it's the maintenance stairs. Yes, here it is. David, you mentioned that your boss wanted you to stay around for the second part. Yes, Uh, hold on. Nope, just a dressing room. What do you think that'll be? I don't know, June. He said a private meet-and-greet. Meet-and-greet? That usually means posing for pictures, smiling. Nothing too sinister about that. Apparently you've never seen a carnival clown smile. Dang, just a storage room full of old costumes. But with so many of the society members here, what do you bet they're going to do something worse? Like what? Plan the destruction of Bellingham? Plan evil things? I don't know. It could be anything. Wait, you hear that? What? Sounds like muffled shouts. Here, try this door. It's the boiler room. Help me! Oh, jeez. Inside the boiler room, a young woman was bound on the cold concrete floor. Her face was bruised and her arms and legs bound with rope. Oh my god, are you okay? You aren't looking too well. We're gonna get you out of here real quick. Look out! No, you're not. David! Simon, what did you do to him? 
Oh, he will be alright. He would have a splitting headache in the morning from the butt of this pistol. But that is assuming he lives that long. I am gonna... What? Beat me with your parasol? See, that's the great thing about guns, dear, is that they tend to beat parasols in a fight. You never know, I'm pretty keen with this parasol here. I'll take your word for it, June. I'm glad our good friend at the Herald was able to spot the two of you. You've been causing quite a stir in our little community. What are you going to do with her? She's not the one you should be worrying about. Her blood is already spoken for. All debts must be paid, and cosmic loan collectors are not known for their patience. But then again, neither am I. So I'm going to have my boys here tie you up here with your little reporter friend, and the council will figure out what to do with you after the ritual. Boys, grab that, and let's let these two enjoy the speech from down here. David, David, wake up. Ow. David! Why am I on the floor? And tied up? And ow! We have to get out of here. They knocked you out and tied us up and they're, they're gonna kill that girl and, and then they're gonna come back here and kill us? Okay, sweetie, you're gonna have to go a little slower. There are two of you and why are my hands tied behind my back? Ah, <sighs> so worthless. David, listen to me. Can you reach my parasol with your feet? Really? Now? Just do it. Yeah. So close. Try again. Yeah. Yes, I've got it. Now to get that knife out. You were carrying that knife in there the whole time? You got hit in the head pretty hard, didn't you? Almost there. All right, let's cut you free. <sighs> okay. All right. Let me let me get my bearings. Damn. They took my gun. They locked us in here. We have to get out. That poor woman's in trouble. What do you think they're going to do to her? Ritual sacrifice? Cosmic debt collector? With this crowd, it'd be something dramatic and bloody. Then we need to get out of here before they come back. <clears throat> yeah, lock's pretty good. Let's try together on the count of three. One, two, three. Ugh! Again! Ugh! Again! David, we're trapped here. There's nothing we can do. So that's it? We just give up? What can we do? I don't know. We we lie in wait for them to come back. You have your knife. That's something. What was I playing at coming here? Now they know who we are, and now we know who they are. They aren't just going to let us live. I know it. I just know it. Those are powerful men. God knows what they can do when they're threatened. The police chief? The editor of the biggest paper in town? The next mayor? We can't touch them. Who do we have on our side anyway? A reporter that doesn't know anything, and a woman who's just barely getting by. And a ghost! What? The ghost! The, the ghost that let us down here! Oh my god, that's the first good idea you've had this evening! Hey. A ghost could help! But who do you call to get in touch with a ghost? Who do you call? She never gave us her name. Ghost? Ghosty? We really need your help. Hello? Hmm. What did she look like? Uh, an elaborate golden opera gown, stage makeup. So she was an actress here sometime. Yeah, sure. Spirit, you are on stage in five minutes and we have some changes to make to the script. I need to see you in this room right now. This is the director speaking. June, I don't think that's... If you aren't in this room in the next 30 seconds, you are out of the 
production. Your understudy will take over your part. She's a better singer anyway. Uh, none of, none of your useless harping, I... Look, look, there she is. She just appeared right in front of us. And she looks cross. Hey, uh, I am so sorry about that, but we really need your help. Look at the piece of coal over there. She's lifting it, writing something on the wall. J-E-A-N-E-T... Jeanette! Your name is Jeanette. I'm sorry, Jeanette, but we are in a bind here. That woman is in trouble and we have to get out of this room if we're going to help. Were you once trapped here? She's nodding. There have been others, haven't there? Yes. For a long time. June. Every year. Every year they bring a woman here as some sort of tribute. Remember Simon, the cosmic loan collectors? This is the payment. For years. All those girls. Jeanette, we need to get out. We're locked in here, and if you can lift that charcoal, I'm sure you can do something to the lock, can't you? David, she's just shaking her head. Does that mean she can't or she won't? Jeanette, this is it. This is our moment. This is our time to step out from behind the curtains and take the stage. We need your help. We need you to be a hero. Please. David, she's writing something. It's... The show must go on. She's disappeared. Where does she go? She did it! She unlocked the door! Come on, June! Thank you, Jeanette! We won't forget you! Please! Please don't! Now, my child, you must not struggle too much. The beyond ones hate when their meals are too stringy. You're going to feed me to something? Oh god, please, don't do this! My dear, we always do this. Enough chatter. The cosmic convergence is almost upon us. It is time to prepare. Haven't we done the whole chanting cultist thing already? Shh. From up here on the balcony, we can see everything. Yes, but we can't do a darn thing. What would we do? There's those two guys with the guns, and of course our mayor-to-be with that very large ceremonial knife. Is it a bad thing that we've gotten so comfortable with the idea of ritual sacrifice? After all that we'd seen, ritual sacrifice is pretty tame. Fair enough. So how do we rescue the girl? I don't know, but whatever we do, we better move fast. It looks like it's showtime. June, I think I have a really stupid idea. Sneak downstairs and go grab that girl. I'll meet you back at the car. Okay, just don't make a widow out of me, husband dearest. Our time is at hand. We offer up this Vestal Virgin, as we have every year to you, O unliving Twilalaf, who resides beyond space and time. We offer up her life for the power you grant the society for one more year. We offer up her life for ours. Who's there? Simon, I told you we were not to be disturbed. Hey, Mr. Dascom, you really want to make an impression on the voter? There he is, clinging to the chandelier. My god, man, stop swinging in it. David, get down from there right now. Nothing can disturb the ceremony. Shoot the idiot. I said, if you really want to make an impression, you gotta... Bring the house down! Run! It's coming this way! Shh! Don't worry. My name's June Harper. I'm here to help you. Let me cut those ropes off. 
Thank you so much. I have no time now. Run! Get them! And that boy! Bring me their bodies! I think we lost him. I hope David made it out alright. Thank you so much. I owe you my life. We'll see how long we both get to keep ours after the society figures out what we've done. What did you say your name is? Beth Talman. How did you get mixed up in all this? I was kidnapped. I worked in the Knutson house on Eldridge as a domestic. I was just doing the final cleanup in the kitchen when a man dressed in black grabbed me from behind. Next thing I knew, I was tied up in that boiler room. Come with me tonight. We'll figure out what to do with you in the morning. It's probably best if you skip town. I knew the Knutsons were up to no good. I have an aunt who works as a bootmaker in San Francisco. I can go stay with her. I'll be on the first train tomorrow morning. Look, there's David. Oh, sweetie, you're limping. I landed on my bad leg. How is it every time we run into that guy, my legs take a beating? Maybe if you stop jumping off things, that would help. Am I driving us home? Yeah. Did it work? Did we get the information we needed? We saved a life. The rest is just details. June, it's me. Coming. How's the leg? Still tender, but on the plus side, I still have a job. What? Your boss saw you try and bring a chandelier down on his head. Yes, but I was watching him be an accessory to kidnapping and murder. So what happened? He called me into his office and said that he must have had a few too many drinks that night and couldn't remember what happened. I told him I wasn't that into politics and must have left early. We both know, but looks like we'll just pretend everything is normal. That's good. Anything to keep your job, right? We got lucky, but for how much longer? They know who we are, and they know that we're trying to stop them. How much longer before they try and take us off the board? I agree. That's why we've got to take the fight to them. But that can wait till next week. Oh? Right now, I want to practice my sword play. On guard, Mr. Phillips. On guard, Miss Harper. You have been listening to Bellingham Terror, A Night at the Theater. Bellingham Terror is written and produced by Riley and Brenna Sweeney and edited by Elise Gowan and Eric Prochnow. Rebecca Powell is the production assistant and Devlin Sweeney is the sound technician. A Night at the Theater stars Richard May, Riley Sweeney, Brenna Sweeney, David Beaumier, Doug Starcher, Emma Burnfield, Feline Jett, Scott Hisdall, Brooks Collins, Adam Gaines, Rebecca Powell, and Matt Rubanson. Thank you for listening to Bellingham Terror, Tales of Suspense and Mystery on 102.3 KMRE.